Last week, I pitched you Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers trades. Now, I recruit the Locked On Podcast Network hosts to see if those trades could actually be viable. You are Locked On Packers. I feel like we can run the table. I really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Bob. Every day. Touchdown. You are Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski. And I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline is your number one spot for odds, props, and gambling action this season. BetOnline, where the game starts. Today on the show, we're going to go over some trades. And I pitched fake trades last week. And just as a check, just to sort of see if these are realistic, and frankly, to see if these other teams actually believe these are fair trades, I recruited the help of the Locked On Podcast Network. That's the beauty of having the network is I can go to Cody Rourke in Denver and get the Locked On Broncos viewpoint of something. I can go to David Drogemeyer, Locked On Chargers, and get his viewpoint on this stuff. And so that is exactly what I did. Let's start in Denver. Locked On Broncos host Cody Rourke helps me figure out if these are viable trades for the Packers. And let's start with just the base trade. There is the Aaron Rodgers to Denver with three firsts and Jerry Judy. That is the package I pitched last week. It is the most likely package in these scenarios. What is the answer? So on behalf of Sarah Bettinger and myself, Cody Work, we are going to take a look at two offers that have been sent in to us. The first offer coming from the Green Bay Packers organization for the Denver Broncos. If Denver wants Aaron Rodgers, the first package includes three first round picks and Denver Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy. In return, the Broncos would receive Aaron Rodgers as their next quarterback. Now, for Broncos country, would this be a move that you'd make? On behalf of the Broncos organization and both Sarah Bettinger and myself, we will gladly accept this trade offer from the Green Bay Packers, and we would make this move in person, in real life, if in fact that were the case here. This would be a tremendous value here for the Broncos organization. Parting ways with three first-round picks, you could get three years of quarterback play from Aaron Rodgers, potentially longer, depending on how long he wanted to play, and you'd be given up a young wide receiver. You do have Cortland Sutton, you do have Tim Patrick, you do have KJ Hamler, and you could also invest in maybe some of the later rounds to find another wide receiver or free agency. You could sign somebody as well. This is a trade offer that the Denver Broncos will accept. Okay, that works. We we have a deal. Maybe I should have pushed for more, uh, but this is, uh, I think, a good place to be. That's a fair trade. So let's let's keep operating under those assumptions. They take that. Maybe I should have asked for more. But what about what about the prospect of getting both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, something that we have heard might be on the table, or at least Rodgers and Adams would want to team up if Rodgers were to leave? Uh, I don't know how realistic that is, uh, you know, from reporting. I'm, I'm sure Devontae would love to go play with Aaron Rodgers again. Now, have they actually talked about teaming up? I don't know that we have a clear picture of that. I don't think Green Bay is under any um, obligation 
to make that happen, but it certainly could. So let's say Denver offers a Godfather package. Three firsts, Jerry Judy, Patrick Sertan, and that high second that Denver has in this year's draft. What does Cody think of that one? Now, for the Denver Broncos, this is a move that does not make sense for them, especially considering Patrick Sertan being included in this trade package. The Broncos organization, on behalf of myself speaking here, will not accept this trade offer to acquire Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. If, in fact, it means that the Broncos have to include Patrick Sertan, you have to have really good cornerbacks in the National Football League. And Patrick Sertan has emerged as one of the budding young superstars potentially in this league that can play the position for years to come as an all-around player. The Broncos would be very foolish to part ways with Patrick Sertan to be able to make this happen. Now, Denver, I think, on the other hand, would be interested in maybe a counteroffer. We may include an additional second-round pick and third-round pick and also a second round pick and third round pick in the 2023 NFL draft. All those draft picks for that, including Jerry Judy, removing Patrick Sertan from the equation. That is what we would do here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. Okay. A counter. I like it. I like it. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of draft picks. And if you're the Packers, I think you have to do that. You have to do that. Because if you are moving on from Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, you are essentially saying, we are resetting for the moment at the very least. And then you get this horde of draft capital to try and restock your roster, to try and build up a roster around a quarterback who's just not going to be as good as Aaron Rodgers. And certainly not in year one and probably not, frankly, ever. So you, you get Jordan Love. Uh, if that doesn't work out this year or you don't think it's going to work out beyond that, now you have extra firsts, extra seconds, extra thirds. To now trade for a guy if someone is available. To move up in the draft for someone if someone is available. 2023 is a, a quarterback draft class. 2022, not so much. Which actually puts Green Bay in an advantageous position. Okay, not the only person that I went to with this trade request. We had Louis DiBiase from Locked on Eagles. Who I pitched the three first round pick. The all 2022 first round picks. They've got three of them for Aaron Rodgers and you throw in Jalen Rager just for fun. Is that a fair deal? Three first round draft picks and Jalen Rager for Aaron Rodgers is a tough decision. I'm somebody that thinks until you have a franchise quarterback, you don't have anything. And it would be so tempting for the Eagles because if they had Aaron Rodgers for 2022 and 2023, they might be the favorite in the NFC. If not, they'd be a top three team with Rodgers, that offensive line, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, an improved defense. I'm a proponent of the belief that if you don't have a franchise quarterback, you really don't have anything. So to me, there's no such thing as, quote unquote, selling the farm and giving up too much for a quarterback. I will say, however, that would be tough to stomach with Rodgers more than the other star quarterbacks that could be available for trade. I'd rather do that kind of deal for somebody like Russell Wilson. But man, I'm kind of in the after watching the Rams just screw it, go for it kind of mentality. I don't think the Eagles would make that trade. Jalen Rager, I'm not really worried about that part. To me, he's a lost cause in Philadelphia. Three first-round picks would be tough to give up for a 37, 38-year-old quarterback that might only have a few years left. But he's a back-to-back -back MVP, and you could win a Super Bowl in the next two years. And to me, banners fly forever. Draft picks, they don't. So it's a tough call. I might say go for it. I'm impulsive in that way. It might not be the best move long term, but I would do the deal. 
Hey, another deal that works. You love to see it. And not to be outdone, we have this question about, well, what if the Packers want another quarterback? What if the Packers want to get something uh, 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 under center in this Aaron Rodgers deal? You could go to Las Vegas with the Raiders. Two first-round picks, one this year, one next year, plus Derek Carr, who's under contract in 2022 at a very nice number. Now, he probably wants an extension as, as included in this deal. I would want to have it so you're not extending him, that he's got to play on that number, and then you can you can do an extension at the end of the year or franchise tag or whatever it is. I don't know that that's something that's going to make sense, but does it make sense from the Raiders' standpoint? From Locked On Raiders, it's your boy Q to answer that very question. I'm looking at this one. How about Aaron Rodgers for Derek Carr, a 2022 first and a 2023 first? So you're giving up two first-round picks and Derek Carr who's on an expiring contract for the rights to Aaron Rodgers, who you're going to have to give a contract extension to as well. Uh, I think every team should be in the running for Aaron Rodgers. I really do. I think that that makes all the sense of the world. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, I, I just think that this trade, it's just a little too rich for my blood. I think we have to go back to the negotiating table and figure out how to make it work. Um, I don't, think that any team in the league would be crazy enough to say, no, I'd rather keep Derek Carr over over to Aaron Rodgers, but the price has got to be right. So for a 2022 first round pick and a 2023 first round pick I'd and Derek Carr, I'd have to decline. But I would also leave it open and say, look, we can negotiate. We can work on this. We can get somewhere if you want to get somewhere. I don't know how much Green Bay is really willing to want to get somewhere. Um, personally, I feel like I would make more effort to get the trade for Devontae Adams done than the trade for Aaron Rodgers because I think it's more reasonable and I think that Derek Carr could win with Devontae Adams. I think the Raiders could win with Derek Carr. Okay, so he thinks a deal can get done, just not that deal. That's reasonable. Those are the Aaron Rodgers trades. We're going to get to the Devontae Adams trades uh, because those are fun too and we're going to get to those right after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the best protein bar I've ever tried. And that should be enough because I have tried all of them. It's the protein bar that truly does taste like a candy bar. The puffs. Have you tried the puffs? You are missing out if you have not tried the puffs because the consistency, it's protein flavored marshmallow. I mean, come on, come on. It, it, what more do you want? Marshmallow with protein in it covered in chocolate. They're unbelievable. They're incredible. And I hope that you are will check them out and to incentivize you to check them out. You can have a promo code. How about 15% off when you go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKS15. 15% off when you use the promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off on your next order at built.com. All right, we've got receiver trades. I pitched the Raiders on a trade, a first round pick and Trey Merrick for Devontae Adams. Can we make this done? Can this happen? Your boy Q from Locked On Raiders. I pitched it to him. Here's what he thinks. Uh, I've been talking about it for quite a while that I think the Raiders need to be in win-now mode. And I know that a lot of Raider Nation really wants to see Devontae Adams in the silver and black. I just feel like that that's a little rich. A little rich for the Raiders' blood as far as uh, all those giving up those kind of assets, not only a draft pick, but a player that is a young stud, I believe, that can be built around. So um, I, I think that 
Oh man, I know that there should be no player that's untradeable. I know I realize that. Um, I, I think that I might have to pass on that. I might have to send it back to the table and say, hey, look, let's get somewhere. We can get somewhere. We can make this deal with a, uh, with Devontae Adams on the franchise tag. I just can't give up a first and Trayvon Merrick. We have to go back and negotiate a little bit. Uh, if you're going to take Trayvon Merrick, maybe maybe a second round pick as well. And if you're not going to take Trayvon Merrick, then I'll give up the first round pick. So I think that's how I'd address it. I would offer the first. I would offer the one uh, for Devontae Adams, the right to Devontae Adams, and then you got to pay him. And if that's not good enough, well, then you got to take a second round pick and Trayvon Merrick. But I'm not giving up a one and Trayvon Merrick for the right to Devontae Adams. So that's my response to the Packers trade proposal as far as it goes with uh, Devontae Adams going to the silver and black. Honestly thought that would go a little bit better. I know they really want Devontae Adams. Okay, not the only option the Packers have when it comes to Devontae Adams. What about the Chargers? They've got gobs and gobs of cap space. They've got Mike Williams, outgoing free agent, who they could just pay. But they also have Justin Herbert. They've got a roster that is ready to compete right now. They have Keenan Allen, who is a friend of Devontae Adams. And you know someone like Devontae would love to be in California. Nice weather. California is home for him. And you get to play with Justin Herbert. So it makes sense for Devontae Adams. It makes sense for the Chargers to want him. But is the asking price, fucking first and a second here, for Devontae Adams, is that fair? I asked David Drogemeyer from Locked On Chargers. Devonta Adams is one of the best receivers in the NFL. There's no question about that. 29 years old, three seasons of 1,300 plus receiving yards, five seasons of 10 plus touchdowns, and even 18 touchdowns in 2020. What an incredible season that was for him. Um, unfortunately, I think I have to reject that offer, but I would like to propose a counter offer to that. My counter offer is a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 third round pick. And the reason for that is there's no guarantee that that same magic that Devonta Adams was able to formulate with Aaron Rodgers is going to carry over with Justin Herbert. I mean, that's part of what made that connection so special is there's obviously a chemistry there that was built over time. Also, the Chargers have a lot of holes to fix on the 29th ranked defense. They can't mortgage their opportunities to be able to upgrade that unit. And also, Chargers general manager Tom Telesco just hasn't really made moves of this caliber in his history. So this allows him to continue to keep some of his draft capital while still being aggressive and trying to upgrade his team. So I think that would be a fair offer. And man, it would be really exciting to see what Devonta Adams and Keenan Allen would be able to do on the same field at the same time. I really thought that they would go for those a little bit more than they did. Remembering that Odell Beckham went for a first and a third. Amari Cooper went for a first round pick. Devontae Adams just objectively better than those guys. And I know that they'll have to pay him, but neither of those teams has a player as good as Devontae Adams, especially in the case of the Raiders. They don't have anyone nearly as good as Devontae Adams. So I really thought that that they would jump at that a little bit more. And I think in real life, Devontae Adams is, is certainly going to be worth more coming off even a tag and trade situation. I think the Packers are going to be able to, to get more, but that's how they felt. And that's why I had them in. And so that was that was part of why the exercise was fun. All right. So that's what we have. I think what this exercise shows is the Packers have a lot of options. We're going to find out what the deal is. We're going to find out what direction they go in here, I think this week. 
We will find out this week. And we have to because the tag deadline is that window opens on the 22nd. And so then the Packers have about two weeks to figure out what the deal is with Devontae Adams. You want to know going in, Green Bay has said that they would tag Devontae Adams. The problem is you got to do a lot to tag Devontae Adams. You got to do a lot of messing around with the salary cap to tag Devontae Adams. And so you got to get this stuff figured out first. You got to know that Rodgers is coming back. You got to know that you're going to rework the contract and you got to know that you can get something done with Devontae Adams or at the very least, get yourself in a position to get something done with Devontae Adams. Now they can tag him before the new league year and still you still have until the new league year starts to get under the cap. But that tag, that money all goes onto the cap right away. Now you can still, you you can negotiate that new deal, all that stuff. That's what the tag allows you to do. But you still have to be under the, the cap with that tag when the new league year starts. So that is something that the Packers are going to want to avoid if they can avoid it. Can they avoid it? That's a big question. That is a big question and something that we just don't know the answer to at this point. So the sooner Aaron Rodgers makes his decision, we'll have some clarity on the future of Devontae Adams, who has shown a willingness to want to return to Green Bay, irrespective of the future of Aaron Rodgers. They were reportedly close in the spring before we had a full vision of what was going on with, with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, then it turned out you know, that that they realized it was pretty bad. Seems like that's what happened from the Devontae Adams side that, oh, there's a, there's an actual chance that that Rodgers is not here anymore. When that didn't seem real in March, April, before the report came out, they were they were negotiating on a deal. And according to reports, they were close on one. And then they break off conversations. Now Adam Schefter reported, oh, actually, now that Rodgers is back, Devontae would be open to getting those negotiations going again, all that stuff. We don't, we don't know the truth. We don't know the, the real deal on that, but it is certainly something that that um, could could come together quickly because of all the work that's already been put in on it at this point. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one spot for all of your pro and college football action this season, but college football and pro football are over. Guess what else? Pro hoops, college hoops. Yes, basketball. Basketball is here. Football may be gone for a little while. Basketball is here. For all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your betting needs. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports podcasts and news this season. It's not just basketball. Bet Online is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, Olympic coverage, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, as we finish up here, Devondre Campbell posted on Instagram late last night that he was in Green Bay, shot of Lambeau Field, and that caused many, including myself, to speculate that he was going to be there to sign an extension. That would be the only reason he would be there. Any of the, oh, well, they're negotiating, they're trying to work something out. No, he didn't fly in to negotiate a thing. Number one, because he doesn't have to be there to negotiate anything. That's his agent's job. That's why he gets paid. And B, you fly in to sign the deal. And C, there's no negotiating on Sunday night when the deadline is midnight. 
We are recording this post-midnight. There are no current reports on a deal being done, but as we talked about earlier in the week, uh, the Packers have about 800, a little over 800,000 in void money that they can avoid having to hit the cap with an extension for Devondre Campbell. If you want to keep Devondre Campbell, and it seems like Green Bay would want to do that, it makes sense to get a deal done for a number of reasons. Number one, Avoid the void. Number two, you are going to get him on a multi-year deal, presumably, which allows you then to spread out his money over a number of years, which can lower his cap hit in 2022. This is going to raise questions about the future of Aaron Rodgers. Does this have any effect on the future of Aaron Rodgers? The answer is maybe, <laughs> I mean, maybe, but maybe not. You want to do the deal anyway. If you want to sign Devondre Campbell, you can sign Devondre Campbell, right? If you're going to trade Aaron Rodgers, you're going to save a bunch of money. If you extend Aaron Rodgers, you're going to save a bunch of money. And if you view Devondre Campbell as an essential piece of your defense, or at the very least, as the kind of player you want to keep around on your team, then it makes sense to do a deal. You save the void money and you can spread his money out. And that's just the financial part of this. Not to mention the fact that you're getting a guy who is just all pro. A really, really good player and someone who just played really, really well for you. So, hey, congratulations. You did the financially prudent thing and you brought back a great player. Now, we're all assuming that that's what actually happened. We don't know for sure that that's what happened. As of this recording, no reporting on what the situation is. So we do need to figure that part of this out. I, I, I guess the TLDR of all of this is I don't know that this affects the way that you view Aaron Rodgers all that much. Now, that being said, I think we will find out very soon about the future of Aaron Rodgers. And so it makes sense that Green Bay is trying to get these deals done. Again, there was a deadline for this. So I don't think we should read too much into the future of Aaron Rodgers here if what we get in the in the coming days is... Player X restructured contract, player Y added void years, Jair Alexander extension. If that, if we start hearing that kind of stuff, that's when you start to go, okay, this is, this is coming. Pat McAfee already teased a big guest on his show on, he didn't say on Tuesday. Everyone just assumed that he was doing Aaron Rodgers. I think we get the announcement on Tuesday. Now, Maybe not, right? We don't know. We're all just kind of guessing here, but I think when you read the tea leaves, when you've got McAfee teasing a big guest, and when the timeline matches, Green Bay wants the time to get a new deal done with Rodgers and with Devontae Adams. You need the full amount of time that you can get, or at least the most amount of time that you can get to make those things work. And so for Rodgers to say, okay, at the beginning of, 
the window, the 22nd, which happens to be Tuesday, is the beginning of the franchise tag window of negotiation. I don't think that's a coincidence. Big guest, Tuesday, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so maybe he shows up and says nothing. Maybe he doesn't show up. I mean, who knows? We're, we're going to know soon. We're going to know soon. And and the Devondre Campbell part of this, I just don't think it, it, it impacts how we view what's next with Aaron Rodgers all that much. You're getting a really good player back. That's great. This is just in a vacuum really good. And, and I think in context, good. The only bang on effect with Aaron Rodgers is you're showing him, hey, this guy that that Broncos fans and Vikings fans and Bears fans are insisting that we're going to lose. We're not losing him. He's coming back. You wanted him. Remember the reports. The Packers and Aaron Rodgers are in lockstep on the core players that need to be retained. Presumably, this is one of those guys. And that if you're just going to play the Let's let's read between the lines game. You're getting the okay, so this means this for Aaron Rodgers, and he could be persuaded by this. I think that's all realistic. And and look, is this gonna be the thing? No. Does it matter? Yeah, I think it does. I think it matters somewhat. It matters not zero. Does it matter more than like five out of a hundred? Probably not. Probably not. All right. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. We'll be back tomorrow. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that. 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.